hi guys welcome and today i'll be reading another chapter by matilda so that is chapter number 20 the third miracle if you are loving the stories of matilda do click a follow button and share it to all your friends and now they'll love matilda too and yes this is the second last chapter of this book and then we are going to start with another chapter uh, book so don't miss the end the third miracle the next day was thursday and that as a whole of miss honey's class knew was the day on which the headmistress would take charge of the first lesson after lunch in the morning miss honey said to them one of two of you did not particularly enjoy the last occasion when headmistress took the class so let us all try to be specially careful and clever today how are your erics after the last encounter with Miss Trunchbull, she stretched them, Eric said. My mother said she's positive they are bigger than they were. And Rupert, Miss Honey said, I'm glad to see you didn't lose any of your hair after last Saturday. My head was jolly sore afterwards, Rupert said. And you, Nijab? Miss Honey said, do please try to be smart at with Miss Headmistress today. You were really quite cheeky on her last day. I hate her. Nijal said, try not to make it so obvious. Miss Honey said, it doesn't pay. She is a very strong woman. She has muscles like steel ropes. I wish I was a grown-up. I'll knock her flat. I doubt you would. No one has ever got the better of her yet. What will be she's testing on is this afternoon? A small girl asked. Almost certainly the three times table. Miss Honey said, that's what all you meant to have learned past week. Make sure all know it. Miss Lunch came and went. After lunch, the class resembled. Miss Honey stood at one side of the room. They all sat silent, apprehensive, waiting. And then, like some giant of whom, the enormous Trunchbull stood into the room in a green breeches and cotton stock. She went straight to her jug of water and lifted it up by hand and cleared inside. I'm glad to see. She said, there are no slimy creatures in my drinking water this time. If there had been, then something exceptionally unpleasant would happen to every single member of this class. That includes you, Miss Honey. The class remained silent and very tense. They had learned a bit about the tiffers by now, and nobody has about to take any chances. Very well, boomed the Tunchable. Let us see how well you know the three times table. Or to put it another way, let us see how badly Miss Honey has taught you the three times table. The Trunchbull was standing in front of the class, legs apart, hands on hips, cowling at Miss Honey, who stood silenced to one side. Matilda, sitting motionless at her desk in second row, was watching things very carefully. You! The Trunchbull shouted, pointing a finger to the size of a rolling pin at a boy called Wilfred. Wilfred was extreme right in front of her. Stand up, you, she started at him. Welfred stood up. Recite the three times table backwards. The trunch bar backwards, stammered Welfred. But I haven't learned it backwards. There you are, cried Trunchbull, triumphant. She taught you nothing, Miss Honey. Why have you taught them absolutely nothing at all this week? This is not true, headmistress, Miss Honey said. They have learned all their three times table. But I see no point in teaching it to them backwards. There is little point in teaching anything backward. The whole object of life, Mr. Rockwell, is to go forwards. I venture to ask whether even a few, for example, can spell a word wrong backwards straight away. I very much doubt it. Don't get impotent with me, Miss Honey. 
the twenty bull snapped. Then she turned back to the uncomfort. Very well, boy, answer me this. I have seven apples, seven oranges, and seven bananas. How many pieces of fruit do I have it all together? Hurry up, get on with it. Give me the answer. That's adding up, Wilfred cried. That isn't the three times table, you glittering idiot, you festering gumboy, you flea bitten fungus. That is a three times table. We have three separate lots of fruit and each has seven pieces. Three sevens are 21. Can't you see that, you stagnant cesspool? I'll give you one more chance. I have eight coconuts, eight monkeys, monkey nuts, and eight little nutty like idiots. You, How many nuts do I have together? Answer me. Poor Walfred was pervades. Please wait. I've got to add up eight coconuts, eight monkeys. It started coming. You bursting blister. This is not adding up. This is multiplication. The answer is three eighths or it is eight threes. What is the difference between three eighths and eight threes? Tell me that you mangled little wurzel and look sharp about it. By now, Walfred was far too frightened and blivered to speak. In true stride, the Tantwool had pulled beside him, and by some amazing gymnastic trick, it may have been judo or karate, she flipped the back of Welfrey's legs with one of her feet so that the boy shot up off the ground and turned somersault in the air. But halfway through the somersault, he caught him by an ankle and held him dangling upside like a power chicken in shop window. Eight threes, the Shantbull shouted. From side to side of his angle, eight three is same as three eighths, and three eighths is twenty four. Repeat that. And exactly at the moment, Nigel on the other end of the room jumped to his feet and started pointing exactly at the bad ones. The chalk, the chalk, look at the chalk, it's moving on its own. So hysterical, I'm sure, was Nigel's scream that everyone in the place, including the trench, will look up at the blackboard and there. For sure enough, a brand new piece of chalk was hovering near the grey boat. It's writing something. The, screen, the chalk is writing something. And indeed it was. What the blazes is this? It had shake on her to see her the first name being written like this by an invisible hand. She dropped Valfred onto the floor and she yelled at no. Who's doing this? Who's writing it? The chalk continues to rise. Everyone in the place heard the gasp that came from no trunchables. No, she cried. It can be. It can be Mungus. Miss Honey at the side of the room glanced swiftly at Matilda. The client was sitting very straight at her desk, her held high, her mouth compressed, and eyes glittering like two stars. For some reason, everyone now looked at the trunchable. The woman's face has turned white and snow. Her mouth was opening and shutting like hail but out of water and giving out a series of strangled gasps. And I'll do what it is written in the board. Agatha, this is Mongus. This is Mongus. It is Mongus, and you better believe it. Agatha, give me my Jenny back her apps. Give me my Jenny her wigs. Give me my Jenny her house and get out of here. If you don't, I will come and get you. I will come and get you like you got me. I'm watching you, Agatha. The chalk stopped writing. It hovered for a few moments, then suddenly it dropped to the floor with a tinkle and broke in two. Belford, who had managed to resume his seat in the first row, screamed, Miss Trunchbull has fallen down. Miss Trunchbull is on the floor. The 
was the most sensational bit of news of all and the entire class jumped out of their seats to have a really good look and there she was the huge figure of the headmistress stretched full length on her back across the floor out of the count miss honey ran forward and knelt beside the prostrate guy she's fainted she cried she's out cold someone go fetch a mattress at once the three children ran out of the room nigel always ready for action left and seized the big jar my father says cold water is the best way to wake someone who's fainted he said with that he tipped the entire contents of trunch uh, jug of over the transpool and no one not even miss honey protested as for matilda she continued to sit motionless at her desk she was feeling curiously elated she felt as though he had judged something that was not quite of this world the highest point of heaven before the stars she had felt almost wonderfully the power surging up behind her eyes gushing like a warm fluid inside her head and eyes have become scorching hot hotter than ever before and the eyes had came bursting out of their eye sockets and then a piece of chalk had lifted herself and began to write it seems as though she had hardly done anything it had been so simple the school marshal followed by three teachers came rushing into the room by golly somebody flowed at last cried one of the congratulations miss honey who threw the water over her as the matron i did nigel said good for you shall we get some more stop that matron we should not carry up to the sick room it took all five teachers and the matron to lift the enormous woman and stagger with her out of the room miss honey said to the class thank you all after better the plan on amaze yourself until the next lesson then she returned and walked back to a carefully wiped out all the chalk writing the children began filling out of the classrooms matilda started to go with them but as she passed miss honey paused and her twinkling eyes met the teacher's eyes and miss honey ran forward and gave the chiny child a great big hug and a kiss so that was all for this chapter i hope you loved it this is seriously very good by the power of her eyes and mind matilda tried to lift up a chalk and wrote mangas this is and wrote on behalf of mangas that this is mangas and he has come to save jenny that is miss honey so like let's see what's the last chapter tomorrow will be the very very good day it will be the last chapter of this book to send me voice messages i am waiting for you all day long about which book would you like to read next which would like to um you know want me to read which book you like the most which are the favorite of your ronald dolls have you liked the matilda and fantastic mr fox do let me all know in your talks i'll wait for them all day so let's get started so till then take care and bye bye